Well, hello there, and thanks for listening to episode 120 of Amen, Brother Ben. This is the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. And I'm not lonely today. No, sir. I have some company. It's my good buddy, Jake, who uh, is the former upcoming, uh, as yet to be named, (laughs) co-host of a podcast that we're going to do. But we're going to talk today about something that him and I have talked about a lot, how to discern what to post online. Do you have anything to uh, uh, shamelessly plug or anything? You know, you would follow follow your Instagram, your you Snapchat. Know, I, I hope you don't. You know. tic- <laughs> do you TikTok? <laughs> I don't. I don't. And I'm afraid that if I did tell anybody my stuff, I'm going to scroll way back to my undergraduate degree days and, like, and man, shame have me you, over it later. Have you have you screened your guests? Do you see what this young man is up to? <laughs> Oh, Jake, if you didn't know, if you, I don't know, we have some listeners that don't go to our church in our, in our area. Jake uh, leads worship for us here mm-hmm. at, at Freedom Family Church, Siler City, a good friend of mine from way back in the day when we were both younger, dumber, um, not as good looking. No, and, not by a long shot. No. Uh, and so, uh, and he's an avid listener, right? It's true. It's yeah. true. I was uh, listening to the one from today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you were telling me about some stuff you were working on before that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounded great. Yeah, yeah. When I definitely listened to that. Definitely look forward to listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of other content we talk about, though, whether it's uh, other like theology podcasts and stuff. So we're hip to some of the same uh, uh, libraries of, of wisdom. Mm. Sometimes it's sounds, yours. That sounds probably more important than, <laughs> than it is. <laughs> uh, we're good at that. Um, I do wanted to let you know and again we're still working in the beginning processes of that but jake and i and uh, another friend of ours arturo we've got some other friends that want to be joining in here and there that are going to be taking part in a longer form podcast uh so if you'll we will i'm sure promote this on this show and uh, some of our other outlets you know social media and website and stuff uh we're, we're still in the development stages. We're going to do some dry runs and kind of feel it out. Um, it's going to be, you know, anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour. Try to do it weekly. Um, and it's going to be less devotional like this is and and more just conversational, um, something that maybe you could share with somebody with some uh, common interests that are outside of, you know, somebody that, that would want to come to you know oh i need this as my devotional as my getting me focused on god like we will focus on god yeah well that's something i'm really looking forward to is being able to um throw that out to people that i've been telling them about the church i go to and i've been telling them Mm -hmm. about leading worship and telling them about the things that our church is doing and trying to be a part of and and leading and examples of um and I, i you know it's my hope that it will be number one a time for all of us to just sit in a room together and catch up and decompress and Mm -hmm. talk about the things we like together because we have so many shared interests um and then also use it as a device to point people back to Jesus and, and our ultimate inspiration for coming together at all. Well, and it's, it's funny. I got so many comments about our 100th episode from people later on. People watched it after the fact. And I'm like, we kind of did nothing on that. <laughs> we had a couple things. If that had any positive feedback, what's that? You know, that seems yeah. like there's really an opportunity for us to do something else fun like that. So it was basically a lot of that same crew that was on the 100th episode that yeah. we're, we're kind of just uh, teasing. It's, we're getting our own spinoff, guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to, before we spin off, I want to jump into today's topic because um, Jake and I talk a lot about um, how to interact with people online, how to have conversations with people that believe differently than you do. Um, and it, we've realized that that can be a weak spot 
uh, in a lot of Christians' lives, whether you're a a Christian that's maybe up and coming and you've you've got different um, attitudes than your parents or different mm. positions on secondary or even primary things about the church or about God uh, and you want to or the world, you know, politics has been very divisive this year. Um, what? Well, I know. <laughs> I know. This probably, you probably hadn't seen any of that. But, What's he talking about? <laughs> but you, you and I have talked a lot about how to wade through all the mess. And that's what I want to kind of share with our listeners today. And so how do you, and you and I both know, you don't always get it right, neither do I, Mm -mm. right? We're we're definitely not experts about this and uh, certainly don't have a perfect track record. But what do you try to do um, to help discern? Discernment is the key. That's, you know, if you don't know what discernment means, discernment is the ability to separate uh, good stuff from bad stuff to to separate a truth from a lie to set to a lot of times it's something in your gut it's a gut feeling that mm, this doesn't this feels kind of hinky I don't know if I uh, and, and that discernment is something that is a gift from God if you if you're asking him for it if you're praying about it God will give Jake the discernment to like whenever his kids tell him something you know parents get a lot of discernment like okay i know you full of it now like when they <laughs> yeah. when your kids are trying to pull one over on you or something like that yeah yeah so how do you do that what are some things that you do to help discern what you should read what you should post what you should talk about what you should ignore yeah for sure um i want to preface all this by saying i think one of the most important things is accountability if you don't have someone that you Ooh, can talk yeah. to like you and i do right now um who can message you and be like, Hey man, delete that. What are you stupid? <laughs> it's okay to be that friend to somebody. And you should have that friend yeah. who will go, man, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you and I have both done that for people and <laughs> yeah. it's been fruitful. It's yeah. really good. So, yeah. um, I think there's three basic layers, uh, that I try to go through. Um, the first one is I ask myself, is this true? Um, and all three of these, by the way, can be applied sort of inwardly or outwardly, whether it's sure. something I'm consuming or mm-hmm. something I am, putting out in the world and and publishing myself. So um, the ways that you can tell if something is true, like capital T true, Mm -hmm. is to make sure there's multiple sources that are corroborating the same thing. Yeah. Um, When, you know, um, right wing MAGA Eagle dot US is your mm -hmm. news source and they they alone seem to have all the answers. Yeah, maybe. Or uh, to go on the other end of the political spectrum, um, free thinking pot brownie birdie bros cat girls <laughs> dot you know like cat cat lady dot are you Rain, <laughs> or something rainbow bernie bros yeah at, yeah if they alone have the perfect supplement to fix your migraines or whatever they're probably wrong too yeah um if somebody yeah. claims to have a, mon- a monopoly on something they're yeah. in, in my mind immediately not trustworthy um yeah so to have multiple sources corroborating the same thing then by the way that's a biblical point i mean that's Proverbs eleven yeah, fourteen absolutely. says that uh, there's safety to having many advisors, many sources, and we we sometimes see that thing that we want to believe, and and we we click it and we go, yeah, is this source even legit? Confirmation bias, it's a real problem, man. Yeah, uh, we that's another thing that I'm not thinking of explicitly here, but it's still worth mentioning is that um, you can't go looking for the thing you already thought. Mm-hmm. You can't go looking for mm-hmm. the thing that confirms yeah. what you think of something already. So yeah. the second point is to wait long enough for confirmation of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I think we can all think of times 
somebody has a hot take the moment that something dropped on Twitter or some headline or breaking news, this situation. Um, sometimes they're very heavy, a, a, a shooting, some act of, of violence that we're yeah. all trying to wrap our heads around and understand, mm-hmm. which, of course, it's impossible to understand because we live in a fallen, broken world full of terrible, terrible things. Mm-hmm. But we try to because that's our instinct, and we, we try to jump to, oh, I bet it was this. Um, and as soon as you catch yourself fabricating something like that and you have yeah. an idea of what it was yeah. that's that's your cue to stop and wait and take a beat and talk <laughs> yeah. to a friend and go hey man let's go pray about this thing that seems to be going on and check mm-hmm. the news in 12 hours from now yeah uh, there's nothing wrong with waiting it, it really generally helps um there's nothing that can't be said you know a day later well that's the thing is we all want to be the first to share something the first to speak on something and to i, I even talked about that earlier this week in one of the other episodes about you know you better have a, a cool head than a hot take right and you ooh, right? ooh. ooh that'll, that'll preach the name of a chapter in a book <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um again that's that's I'm, I'm i'm preparing a book that i'll write in 50 years yeah. um, <laughs> so that's that'll be a little part of it but it proverbs twelve eighteen says uh there's one whose rash words are like sword thrusts but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Like just because you can say something and just because you believe something like you're going to react in such a way that may not even be reacting in truth. And I've seen people damage friendships and relationships off of bum or incomplete information. Yes. And they won't back down from it because they felt so vindicated or right Mm -hmm. or like the fact that they got to something first before someone else did matters. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't. I'd Mm -hmm. rather be late and right Right. than – early and wrong Absolutely. Uh, there's there's nothing that there, there's no wait to how mm-hmm. soon you can say a thing yeah um you might as well wait to make sure that you can be uh confirming your facts and then the last one is context uh in my mind oh, as far yeah. as determining what some whether something's true right along with making sure that there's multiple sources saying that making sure that it's been long enough that the facts have transpired and and become clear is that context matters. Um, I can think of uh, a lot of current event type stuff, political stuff, um, along with the the police interactions that we've seen go south uh, mm-hmm. so tragically in, in our country the past several years uh, that we're all sort of opening our eyes to. A short video clip doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we only have that clip yeah. and we got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And then we need to work outside of that to find Mm -hmm. other uh, sources of of factual information. But that context will matter uh, a lot more than it seems like it does at first. At first, you see something and go, nothing can excuse this. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to do that thing or say that word or act that way. But you have no idea what may have come right before Mm -hmm. that. And I'm not not saying that something will be defensible. (laughs) With enough context, you can defend anything. No, 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 no. no. No, no, no. (laughs) Not at all. But it gives you a more complete picture. (laughs) Absolutely. And if we're going to talk about any of this to anyone representing Mm -hmm. Christ as Christians, we absolutely need to have all of the facts and all the context and and, uh, wise counsel we can. So that's that's a good question to ask. Is it true? And I know that that's that's a loaded question, but I think you've – um, and that goes a lot with what we've been talking this week about um, information versus truth and and knowledge and and what you do with that uh, and making sure that you have uh, good information that you're working from. Amen. Uh, what else do you ask when it comes to do I say something? Do I post something? Is this necessary? So the second filter after whether something is true is whether it's loving. Uh, It's one of the main commandments that we have as Christians. um, And this is something that we can apply both to the unchurched, just like 
world mm-hmm. um, and our brothers and sisters that we're responsible to and, and trying to do life with and be accountable to and for. Um, yeah. If I'm going to say something to someone and I know that it's true, uh, it matters whether or not I'm going to say it out of love and yeah. whether they're going to take it as loving. <laughs> the only way right. for it to actually be loving is if they receive it as a loving gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you something out of love that's important, but if I say it wrong and I don't have that relationship with you or we're yeah. close enough that I right. can even go there, that's the thing. I'm yeah. just, I'm attacking you and that's all that matters. You think that I'm attacking you and that's what matters. I've, I've failed you because I didn't develop a relationship with you first. You can say the same thing to two different people and one can be done in love and perceived well and one can be done in love, but also overstated and, and ends up going the exact opposite way yeah. because of that lack of relationship that you have. Right. I, I, the, the amount of time that you've known someone, how close you are, like literally physically, have, have you spoken mm-hmm. with them this week? You know, is this somebody yeah. that you text every day? Is this um, somebody that is a, a distant family member that you feel guilty for not being closer mm-hmm. to, so you're going to hit them with this thing? <laughs> well, that's that's kind of like I had a, a situation. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but uh, and may, <laughs> maybe I, th- I think – uh, it, it may or may not have passed all these gates that we're talking about, but I, I put a post up kind of mocking these televangelists who said, yeah. who said God told them uh, the certain result for the election that ended up not being true. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, in the Old Testament, they stoned prophets that that lied. So where are you at? And um, someone who hadn't talked to me in probably two or three years. Yeah. I don't know that well. I mean, I could pick him out of a crowd. We know each other. We know that we're both in the ministry. I mean, he took me. To, he he told me what he thought. I saw that. Yeah, and I I'm, saw it. And I was like, "Who is this? Who?" And I, <laughs> and I had to go. Wait a minute. Who is this guy? Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. him. And he didn't have now. If you or one of our deacons or one of our elders were to send that same message to me, I would take that a lot differently because I have a foundation of love and a foundation of familiarity. And hey, I know that they're about my good. And and they're for me, not against me. And so we have to make sure that it's loving, whether it's right or not. Sometimes you, you can just go around with the wrong tone and the wrong motivation. So is there anything else that you ask? Yeah, I just wanted to add um, about about loving real fast. Yeah. There's um, a sociologist, Jonathan Haidt, um, that did a study in. I'm gonna put my found... glasses on. <laughs> That's right. We're talking about sociology. The, the Watch out. Of my nose. Get out your liberal arts degrees, everybody. <laughs> Indubitably. Um, Jonathan Haidt did a, a, a. I don't know if it was a paper or study or whatever. Um, and in this article, he described what actually makes people change or reverse or yeah. adopt um, firmly held beliefs. Mm-hmm. And in order to either revise a firmly held belief or take on a new one, like when you're trying to. Uh, evangelize and and be a witness or um, even just correct somebody's incorrect Mm -hmm. thought. Um, You have to be living in such a way that they want what you have. And you can't do that with someone you're not close with. Mm. There's no way that you're going to convince someone that what you're saying is loving and important and that you care about them if they don't see value in their relationship with you. So it has to be sufficiently close with them that they receive it well. I just wanted to add that because yeah, that's good. To, that's I, good. Something that, talking about true. I I like the idea of taking scholarly articles and sort of appropriating them into these conversations because we do live in the world and science matters. And mm-hmm. when when someone writes something that's that useful, we should we should think about it. But anyway, so the third uh, the third filter is whether it's necessary. 
And mm-hmm. sometimes I put this one in the front, <laughs> even though true is if I had to get an order, right. true would be first. Right. Um, Cause if it ain't true, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Necessary sometimes skips to the front of the line for me because what if I can just like save myself some headache right now? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is true. And maybe it would be loving for me to say this to this person or for me to repost right. this article I found that speaks to this matter that is on right. my heart right now. But like, if I go do my homework that I've been procrastinating by being on Facebook and not doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I go do the thing that I should have been doing right now anyway and come back, am I still going to feel this like fired up about it? Yeah. If I go fold that laundry I've been meaning mm-hmm. to fold, mm-hmm. I'm really roasting myself right You're, now. I was In case say, you guys I'm, can't tell, <laughs> I, I feel, I'm feeling kind of, I need to I need to uh, get you know buy a card for Andrada or something <laughs> or your wife. Sorry. Sorry, your husband's a bum. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> when I'm not doing the things I should be doing and I'm wasting time. Um, but that that will save you so yeah. many of these little conflicts that don't have to happen at all. Yes. Um, and if you can just scroll right by it and then try not to think about it, if you yeah. think about it again 10 minutes later, yeah. okay, maybe pray about it, get some right. somebody else's feedback, and then get after it. But right. um, chances are the thing that just like – triggered you for a sec uh-huh. it will fade in like five minutes and and most of the time that person probably shared it without filters and probably doesn't i could almost guarantee you that yeah. they didn't think twice when they hit that share button and right. read the headline and not the article and yeah. you know well and and again even if it's something that you know is wrong i, I think about uh first john five where it says you know and this is a little gets a little specific but it says if you see a fellow believer by the way a fellow believer meaning if they're not a believer, I don't know how much uh, you need to be correcting them like that. Yes. Because they don't have the Holy Spirit to receive that correction. I feel like I have to preach that all the time to yeah. very close family members and to yeah. friends that are are uh, relatively young in the, in the faith and all. Um, we yeah. we There's two different sets of behaviors that yeah. we're called to exemplify. So exactly. So, so to fellow believers, if you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give that person life because all wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. Now yeah. we know it. We know there's also verses as sin when fully grown gives birth, but there's some things, you know, there's a difference in seeing someone post uh, a picture of them and their mistress online versus uh, oh look, he had a he had a beer in his hand, and he probably had too many of those that night. You know, like depending on who that person is in the situation, it's like, do we go and call that person out, or do if someone gets something wrong that's not necessarily a big deal, but you do we even need to argue with them about that? But, I would argue that that exact uh, thing happened on the Facebook post that you talked about. Oh right, where you had a biblical. Like half joke, half not. Like, right. Hey, you know, in the Old Testament, we stone people who are deliberately misleading people. Yeah. And and providing false prophecy. And of course, yeah. it also so happens that the televangelist types you're talking about are very much guilty of uh, uh, some idolatry with their money and uh-huh. private uh-huh. jets and things. But yeah. anyway, so you were making a valid point that was backed up by the Bible and the Old Testament that by the grace of God, we no longer have to abide by the consequences of. And then somebody goes, hey, man, where's the grace at? And they didn't have to say that. It wasn't. I wasn't making fun of him. You weren't after. I weren't him. after him. And then there was this little kerfuffle where it's like we haven't even talked in a while, and now I'm definitely not going to talk to you for a while <laughs> because <laughs> this isn't the way to rekindle our I, friendship. I right really now. don't want to see you at the grocery store later on. This could get awkward, yeah. right? Because you weren't like in the wrong. Yeah. What you said rubbed one dude, a fellow believer, the yeah. wrong way. Um. 
if anything, that could have been like a three line little direct message. You know, what it I mean? could it be a direct message. Necessary that he publicly like disagree with you in front of people. And or he could have prayed for me. Or imagine that. Just uh, pray for the guy. You know, Ben is is I, he shouldn't do that. So let me pray for him. Again, that's the thing. Is like let's start by as you, the, to me. You're you're the only thing I can see is redeemable sometimes about scrolling through social media is it gives you. Uh, it plots a course for your prayers for other people yeah. because you read somebody. Look at it. I mean, there's lots of my former youth group kids break my heart sometimes when I'm reading some of the idiocy that they're posting. And, but then it makes me go, Oh, and so I'll stop and I'll pray for them. And I'm not going to, I hadn't talked to a lot of them in years. You know, I remember one time I made a mistake. I, I commented on a girl's post that hadn't been in my youth group since probably 2012. Mm. And, uh, We've just been Facebook friends ever since. And I said something, and she basically kind of dismissed it. It was kind of like, oh, man, I don't yeah. – and I was like, yeah, that's the first thing I've said to her in eight years. Mm-hmm. So that's probably not great. That's probably not – right. What well, was it true? I think so. Was it loving? I thought so, but it wasn't necessary. And it might, it might be necessary later, but it can't be the first step. Right. Because like you said, and like the guy that commented on your thing, mm-hmm. if that's how you want to – um, rekindle a friendship that's that's not going to go well. Uh, <laughs> there's other things that should come first that yes. are necessary before that other necessary thing can come. So these gates are really good. In fact, this is something that we try to I've, I've taught my teenagers over the years to these using these gates. Is it true? Is it loving? Is it necessary? That's a good thing for your everyday conversations, but that's really uh, it, it can be applied to how you discern things online and how you have public uh, conversations, uh, because our witness is at stake. And that's something I think that we've got to keep in mind. And buddy, it's embarrassing when we get it wrong. I'll say, I think we need to, to open up our horizon, uh, and, and notice that the world is watching. We are under a microscope now, sometimes more than ever. And the worst thing we can do is ignore the fact that everybody's watching. Absolutely. Jake, thanks for hanging out today, buddy. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I know we went a little long, but it was all good stuff, and it was a good, good Friday uh, outlet to um, to really give us something to think about over the weekend. So uh, we'll be back next week with more stuff. You can always get a hold of uh, us, me. Well, I mean, you could get a hold of Jake. I can, I'll pass the message on to him if <laughs> yeah, you want yeah, to. Add me on Facebook or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, com is where the, uh, the podcast lives, uh, and it goes out to all the, the different sources uh, that you may be podcasting from. Don't forget to share this. Get the get the people spreading the love, baby. That's right. We'll be back Monday with more. Uh, we hope you have a great weekend, and we hope that you ask yourself those questions. Is it true? Is it loving? Is it necessary? Love you guys. <laughs>